hello, welcome to Pigeon Post. It has been a long time since I've done a Pigeon Post. Quite a bit of time. Um, I'm a teacher, and so I had a long commute last year, and this year I have not as long of a commute, but long enough to, to do some podcasts. Um, and over the summer, it's just been not as relaxing as I thought it was going to be, honestly. Um, we've kind of had some things we're dealing with, with my wife Kelly's health. And um, yeah, that's for another podcast. Um, but I'm back to work. And I would like to keep keep having conversations, um, and I want this to turn into even more of a conversation. So, if you're listening and you're like, "Hey, I uh, I'd like to kind of talk some of this out," or "I'd like to contribute a comment," or "I'd like you to tell me what you think about this," um, or "I'd like to tell you what I think about this," um, I want this to be more of a conversation. So, if you'd like to comment in any way um, you could even send me a little audio clip of yourself commenting and um, you can send it to pigeonpost2019 at gmail.com um, yeah send questions send uh, comments let me know if, um, if this is helping in any way or if you think, um, even if you think I'm off on something or whatever, I started making these mainly to try to, you know, broach difficult topics with some of my friends. And um, I don't know if it's serving that <laughs> that use or not. Um, for a while, I've used it for family devotions um, or things that I can send to um, you know like my mom and dad and my sister and other people in my family um, we did a I did a stretch of well we me and my friend Ben did a stretch where we went through the gospel of John so this is not the most consistent podcast but um Hopefully it's helpful in some way. All right, so what I thought about talking about today is how a Christian identifies themselves as a Christian. Um, here's what I mean. When you meet somebody, how do you identify yourself if they were to ask you, are you religious? Or what church do you go to? Or do you believe in God? Um... And I think that gets really tricky, especially like in the workplace, um, when you're wondering like, is, it, is this the appropriate time for me to say something or, you know, should I just kind of wait? Um, I'll give you for instance, um, I was in a training today and one of the clips that was played, um, it was, it was a really funny clip. It was there to make a point. Um, but it had GD in it. 
um, taking the name of God in vain, God blank, several times. And, um, you know, I'm not one of those Christians that's like, everybody has to abide by my standards or anything like that. But I think it's really interesting um, that it's now, you know, acceptable to curse God um, in certain settings that are more or less not acceptable to mention him. And I was sitting in a classroom where there was this huge timeline and it had on it different points of, um, of evolution. And I forgot to look and see what the original point was so many billions of years ago you know, when something came from nothing, like that point, like when did that happen? <laughs> um, so yeah, that could be a whole nother podcast uh, about education and what it is exactly that's being taught. Um, but I digress. My point is, you will often, as a Christian, run into things that I don't think the point is to be offended by them. Um, I wasn't offended in a personal sense by hearing the name of God in vain. Um, but then in another sense it is very sad and I know that God is offended um, and he's not necessarily sad. He's wrathful um, at at that kind of um, speaking of his name. So, <clears throat> how do you identify yourself? Um, I want to talk about words for a second. And I thought about doing a whole podcast on this video that came out about seven years ago, looks like on YouTube. Maybe it was longer, but at least seven years ago, where um, this guy, I think his name is Jefferson Bethke, something like that. Betke, I don't know, I'm not sure how to say or spell his last name, but he is the guy that did the spoken word video on why he hates religion. I think it's called Why I Hate Religion But Love Jesus. And I don't want to pick apart that video. I, I thought about kind of doing that and analyzing it and maybe surprising to some of you, I, I kind of like the video. Um, although the comments, I've asked for some comments so far, people don't really like um, the idea of hating religion. But I think it goes into how we use that word. And um, I know that the word is in the Bible and used in a positive sense in some places. But I want you to think about how the average person, what they think of when they hear the word religion. Um, I think the average person, when they hear the word religion, and I'm basing this on conversations that I've had with people, uh, tend to think of rules and being good so that people will accept you and um, there seems to be very little about God in that um, just based on some conversations I've had so for instance um, one of my, I have several jobs, so I think that's, 
that's a good way to just kind of so you don't know exactly what I'm talking about or who I'm talking about. So one of my coworkers told me at one of the jobs I've had or have now, not sure. <laughs> one of my coworkers has told me that they used to go to church when they were little, but that people were really hard on them or even made fun of them or yelled at them. Um, I guess it was in like a Sunday school setting when they didn't know something about the Bible. And this person was just like, hey, I, I didn't know, you know, I didn't grow up with the Bible. I was, my parents or whoever it was took me to church and I, I wasn't meeting their standards. So I was like, I don't need this, you know? Now what's sad about that is it's a, that is the kind of story that you will hear from some people when you start talking about religion. You'll hear bad experiences and they're all based on um, using that word religion in, in the way that I think it's most often used. And that is our attempt, it's a very work-based thing that people think of when they hear that, that a religion is basically your attempt to be good or to be up to a certain uh, standard or to do certain things so that you can be quote unquote successful in that religion. And I think the thing that's not really in people's minds as much, um, especially with Christianity, it seems to have a real focus on externals. Um, I don't think that it's in people's mind that you actually have a relationship with God that you are made right by the blood of Jesus. I don't think people think of those things when they hear the word religion. So concerning that video, I can actually sympathize with um, Jeff B. Jefferson <laughs> Betke or um, whatever his last name is. He seems like a, a nice guy and like he... Um, I don't know. I haven't watched enough of his videos and stuff to know to say like, oh, this guy's solid. He's even got a couple books. But, so I wouldn't put a ringing endorsement just because I don't know. But as far as the video goes, I think it really strikes a nerve. And I think it struck a nerve when it came out. Because people were like, you know what? That's, that's right. I don't like religion. Um, I love Jesus, but I don't like religion. Um, so how do you identify yourself? You know, if someone were to ask you, are you religious? You know, what would you say um, as a Christian? Or maybe you're not religious. Maybe you're an unbeliever or you're um, of a different religion. Um, what would you say? Um, I think I also find myself not wanting to say, even though I do say it, but I'm, I find myself looking for a better way to say it than say, I'm a Christian. When I say I'm a Christian, I'm kind of just throwing myself in this large category. Uh, you know, you think of like the three major world religions, um, and there's probably a fourth. You could probably just stick New Age, you know, right beside all those other religions. But basically, sticking myself in that category. And the problem with that, once again, is there's no real 
understanding of the gospel that gets communicated when someone asks what religion you are and you say, I'm a Christian. Um, I know for me, it makes me feel better because I think, oh, I shared my faith with somebody. <laughs> I didn't share anything by saying that. You know, all I shared was that in their mind, my preference or the way I grew up for some reason is Christianity. But I haven't really told that person anything about Jesus uh, when I say that. Um, I think there's other more common ways that the Bible identifies quote-unquote Christians. Um, we're identified as saints many times. Um, we're identified as um, you know citizens of another kingdom. Uh, we're identified as sojourners. We're identified as believers, followers. Um, and I think maybe the benefit of using one of these other words, I'm not telling you which word to use. Um, I don't even know what I would say, but I think it might help if when someone asks what religion you are, or are you religious, or do you believe in God, that you use words that allow you the ability to explain them. So like, I think this would be a difficult one, but I'm just going to try to do it off the top of my head. So if someone asked me what religion I was, um, I would say, what if I, what if I decided to answer that question, um, by saying, um, well, I should say I'm, I'm a Christian, but more specifically, I'm a saint. Now, if I were to say that to somebody, if you were to say that to somebody on the street, I'm a saint, they would probably think that you're crazy, <laughs> first of all, uh, because most people hear saint and think of Catholicism and the things that saints have to do to become saints, right? But what if I said that and then went on to define it in a new way for that person and say, you know what, actually, because of what Jesus did on the cross, all my sins have been washed away. So I'm a sinner, but I'm also a saint. So I'm a sinner and a saint. And my identity now is to be a saint because God has already made me holy. Now that might, now that was just off the top of my head. Would I really say all of that to an unbeliever? I don't know. Um, but the point is, like, what if you answer the question in a different way instead of just putting the check mark there and saying, I'm a Christian, boom, okay. Now that person knows how to receive Christ and uh, how to get all their sins forgiven and go to heaven. No, they don't. They don't know any of that stuff. And they don't know why you became a Christian. And they don't know what the difference is between being born a Christian and being born again. None of that was communicated. So that's just something to think about. I think the other... The other thing that's problematic uh, with just saying that you're a Christian is nobody knows what flavor of Christian you are. Um, not that there are different flavors, but um, there's even people who say, are you Catholic or Christian? So that word isn't really helpful um, in identifying you know, what you are. I think a lot of people, even if they hear that you're a Christian, will think, oh, you're person that goes to church and votes Republican and that that's the defining characteristic for them so I want to encourage us to 
if that question comes up, use the opportunity to share something that helps them understand what a Christian really is. Even if you have to say, well, I'm a Christian, and what that means is, and just give a one or two sentences, that means that, you know, I'm, I'm a new creature in Christ because the old me hated God and sinned all the time and thought he was, thought, the old me thought that I was awesome, you know, or whatever you have to do to help define that. So the encouragement is to elaborate on it. Um, I guess in the part two of this, uh, I've only got about five more minutes, so I'll be home. But I think it's also not helpful because, you know, do you really want to be lumped in with every other brand of Christian out there? How do you define what kind of Christian you are? Some people might think you go to Joel Osteen's church. Some people might think that you um, are Catholic or Eastern Orthodox. Um, I was thinking, I haven't ever done this, but I was thinking it might be interesting if I were to meet a Catholic and we were talking about that and they were to ask me, are you Catholic or something like that, you know, if some kind of exchange like that happened or are you Orthodox, um, that that would be a really good opportunity to say, yes, I'm Catholic because Catholic means universal and I am part of the universal church by faith in Christ. Are you Catholic? And that could be a really nice starting point to define, you know, why Roman Catholicism is not Catholicism. Um, so probably if any Roman Catholics are listening, I'm not trying to upset you, but Catholic means universal. So I know a lot of Roman Catholics these days think that all Christians of any stripe are still Christians, right? So why would you call yourself Catholic if that's supposed to be the one true church? Like, it doesn't make sense to claim that you are the universal church and then have a, such a divergent set of beliefs and practices from the rest of Christianity. Um, same way with Orthodox. Um, I am Orthodox. I'm Orthodox because I believe in the confessions of the church. I believe in the Orthodox, you know, true doctrine of the Trinity and the nature of Christ and all of those things. Now, am I Eastern Orthodox? No, I'm not Eastern Orthodox because I don't believe that Eastern Orthodox Church preaches a clear gospel. Um, same way with I'm Catholic, but I'm not Roman Catholic because I don't believe that they preach a clear gospel. Um, so, obviously, if you've listened before, I like to talk about Catholicism, Orthodoxy, and the gospel um, because there's a lot of Catholics, there's a lot of Orthodox, and if that's not the gospel, um, we need to talk about it. And um, I'll say this just as a kind of a last note. I know this podcast has kind of been all over there, all over the place, but if you are Roman Catholic and Eastern Orthodox, 
why won't you talk about it? Why won't you talk about the differences? Why won't you talk about the gospel? Um, I don't mean to generalize, but so many of my friends and acquaintances, when they become Catholic or Orthodox, you have a very small window of time to talk to that person about the differences. And then that person, I've had people just not want to talk to me anymore. Now, have I always had those conversations in the best way? No, I'm not claiming that. But, you know, I would always talk to somebody about the gospel if they want to talk about the gospel. Why is it a characteristic of being or becoming Catholic or Orthodox that you don't want to talk about it? And I'll say the same thing about some friends that are really into Joel Osteen. I, I try to have conversations with those people and they don't want to talk about it. But I'll tell you what, if you really believe that you have the truth and you're not willing to share it with people, that is a big problem. So anyway, I want to encourage you to have those conversations. I'm home. My kids are making little meow noises because that's a silly thing that we do. <laughs> So, <laughs> can can we hear this? I'm opening it. I felt I felt like I was about to meow. Yeah. All right. So there goes another pigeon post in the books. See you next time. Bye bye.